Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join our discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-SWAT. That's 1-844-777-7928. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Who is that familiar voice I hear (laughs) over there? I was about to say, glad to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you back, Taylor. Um, And, uh, man, a lot is going on. I've been wanting you to be around for a little bit because a lot's been going on in our country. A lot that I've been dealing with just, um, and my daughter, one of my daughters who is at a gap year, a Christian gap year to teach her a Christian worldview. And it traditionally has been really good it's been going for quite a while um but this past weekend our i called her and talked to her and every week they do a different theme and the theme last week was racism which Mm. is really interesting for a christian place to be teaching on racism because it's sin yeah to mistreat people it's it's not partiality yeah it's it's just treating people wrongly because they're different than you i mean in god's eyes there is no racism it's just sin Mm -hmm. it's either sin or not sin so uh, i want to talk to you about that in a minute and kind of get in and share some things but um it's uh, rosh hashanah Mm. which is the jewish new year uh it's the new year five seven eight three five thousand seven hundred eighty three wow uh, and it started uh, yesterday, and it ends on Tuesday, uh, but it's celebrated as the head of the Jewish New Year. And uh, they blow the shofar, which is the ram's horn, uh, today and tomorrow. Do you have one? Yeah, I do. I got one for my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's kind of cool. Uh, in fact, he's going over to Israel with us yep, in uh, November. Yeah. But uh, anyway, they have services, and they have different things they do. Uh, today and tomorrow and uh, tomorrow night, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Uh, so anyway, um, happy Rosh Hashanah to all our Jewish brothers out there. Yeah. You know? And the Christian ones too, right? Yeah, yeah. They, we well, should be familiar with well, yeah, these the, the Especially yeah, like the, the Messian, Messianic uh, ones out there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, the whole idea is for them to kind of um, come together and and celebrate the relationship with God and kind of do things in remembrance of God getting them through another year and going into a new year. So uh, anyway, I just thought that was kind of cool that that was going on. And uh, uh, what else? Um, Oh, yeah, the FBI is raiding homes again. You know, uh, (laughs) it's not just the president now. It's other people. I I was really kind of struck by that because, you know, I, to be really candid with you i'm not very up on this guy in pennsylvania i know he's a supposedly a catholic pro-life guy who Mm -hmm. writes and um, speaks a lot 48 years old apparently has um you know somewhere between seven and eight kids yep and um they just showed up at his house on friday morning 
and it says two dozen agents. Yeah, twenty-five. For this yeah, terrorist mm-hmm. is basically the way they've treated him, and uh, it's it's pretty scary. It's like uh, George Orwell was right, man. <laughs> I mean, like uh, you know, this I. They can come for you. Yeah, the very interesting thing about that one to me was that um, that that uh, case, right? So what happens if you are not familiar? He goes to abortion uh, clinics, prays outside of them, uh, does ministry uh, every Saturday, and I think uh, throughout the week as well. Um, there was an incident that happened with uh, an abortion worker was saying some lewd things to his son, um, you know, being pretty disrespectful. He told him a few times to stay away. Uh, he didn't, and so he kind of put his arms out to, like, push him back at one point. Yeah. Um, and so that's where the incident stemmed from. Uh, but it had been thrown out in uh, court already, right? So then the feds picked it up after the judge had tossed the case. That's the and, thing that you know, struck me is why would they want to pick it up if the judge threw it out? Like, is he intimidating this guy? Is he going to try to harass this guy? And I don't think so. Yeah. I think it was kind of a, a one-and-done thing where this person would... Listen, if somebody was saying something to your child, wouldn't you protect them? If they were trying to intimidate your child, wouldn't you be, Wouldn't you kind of step in? Um, and it's just getting to a scary place in this country. Um, yeah, he's facing uh, 11 years in a federal... Or up to 11 years in a federal prison... Um, two counts of, uh, two counts of, uh, of obstructing, uh, someone from entering an abortion clinic, I think is what they're charging him with, which, you know, that's a little, that, you know, the laws, the legality protecting, you know, abortion clinics is something you could talk to about for another day. But yeah, the, the FBI, um, is seen pretty rogue, especially in light of, you know, what happened in Mar-a-Lago, uh, also this weekend, you know, the FBI whistleblower interview dropped. Um, yeah, that was pretty big that he was talking about that, you know. And so as believers out there in our world who, who are, you know, taking a stand for life, taking a stand for God's word, you, you better prepare. I mean, you just better prepare because we are on the hit list mm-hmm. as believers who are taking a stand for Jesus. And be prepared. I mean, they're going to use the law in ways that, uh, you know, and, and, and kind of muddy the waters. Another thing that came out about the FBI this weekend was that they misled a judge to sign a warrant um, that allowed them to seize $86 million worth of uh, cash um, from lockboxes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they're not afraid to... Obviously, it seems not afraid to, you know, skirt around legalities. And I think the whole uh, FBI at this point, you know, with the leadership the way it is, you know, people need to be a little aware. Well, yeah, and what I want to know is why have they not gotten involved in the Shannon Brandt case, the guy who ran over the 18-year-old who was let out Mm -hmm. under $50,000 bond. Not even charged with murder. No house arrest. No curfew, and he said he hit this guy because, because he was, yeah. yeah, because he was a Republican uh, extremist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it is such a double standard. Anyway, we got a call, uh, Brad Carter. I, I think Brad's calling from Meridian uh, from WMAR, right, Brad? That's right, uh, Doug. So, man, we are so proud of you and Meridian and your program. Well, just, I, well, we're glad you carry us there, man. I, 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 I mean, I'm 
We get calls all the time, people. We got a call from a guy driving through who was listening on MER. I think it was from Kentucky and just, you know, called to say, hey, y'all are great. We just turned it on and thank you so much. So thank you for carrying us on the program there. Well, I was, I jumped in my car to go out to Clarkdale on a project. And first thing I heard was your intro. And I had a Bible study this past weekend where God indirectly says there's no such thing as racism. He says when he was going to destroy Noah and all the world that was there, but he made a contract with Noah to save him, he says, I'm going to destroy the human race. Mm -hmm. And as we look at it, we're all of the same blood. We are all descendants. And how in the world all this racism gets out there, it's tribalism, if anything. Mm-hmm. But what? the fact is, there's no such thing in God's sights, if I read that scripture correctly, but one race that he created, and we're a little bit different from everything else he created. Yeah. I just wanted to make that comment. Well, well brother. Man, I thank you for what you do. Well, no, well, thanks for carrying us there. We, we appreciate it. Tell Tell everybody there we said hi, you know, uh, and uh, Tom and everybody. We just uh, so appreciate you guys carrying us on WMER. And if hey, if you're if you're listening on WMER, uh, right? I am uh, right. No, no, I'm talking to the I people am. who are listening out there. Write the Carters, write oh. them, and let them know. Write WMER and tell them thank you for carrying the program uh, there. Uh, we just appreciate you doing that. So. Thank you. I'm going to make a comment to, for, to that, and uh, thank you for calling in, brother. Well, thank you for all of your staff and what they do. I've been in the ministry a long time as a layman, and I thank God for everything that he's done for me. Well, well, we, we're glad that uh, you, you have done what you've done and uh, allow us to be on the air there through you guys. So uh, be blessed and have a good week, all right? Thank you. All right. You know, Taylor, um, my wife sent me this earlier. We, we've been having these conversations, and it, it's really good what she said. She said racism, whether it's in America or anywhere, it's not systemic. It, it is systemic in the sinful heart of man, no matter where they live on the earth. She says they are thorns in the soil of this planet that choke out the seed of God's word, and so hatred in the hearts of man Instead, the only solution to the systemic problem is redemption of the sinful heart through Jesus and his death on the cross, which lays all divisions aside, Jew, Gentile, man or woman, black, white, rich, poor. Our shame is in our sin, not in our status, whether it's our color, our economic group, uh, to teach anything else is unbiblical. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really, really well said, the way she articulated that. And that's what causes me great pause with a lot of churches now, mm-hmm. just in an effort to seem loving, which I applaud. Listen, we want to be loving and acknowledge there's been a lot of sin in not treating people the way they should have been treating. That's true. But systemic racism is a matter of the heart, not the skin color. Yeah, and, you know, it's particularly for churches to um, 
to to not look at it through a biblical lens, but maybe more through a lens that's uh, common for people is detrimental. A cultural lens, yeah, because yeah. you're you're not helping in the way that you think you are. Um, because really, we should the Bible should be what we stand on. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we are up against the break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. We'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, A Store and Window, as well as Tom Neal Trucking and Jeff Andrews from Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug, D-O-U-G, at SWATradio.com. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. I pull, go back and forth, finding myself Pounding on a locked door I try to make it out alone without your help But I know I'll never win this war I can never be, never be free without you I can never be, never be me That is Chainbreaker by Zach Williams. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us, we are talking just a little bit about what's been going on in the news and in our culture um, here recently. And we, I believe we have a caller on the line, Catlin. How are you today? I'm doing just fine, just doing just fine. Um, I had the pleasure of uh, being in a Bible study group in Jacksonville when Doug McCary was the uh, teacher, and I would still be in it if I had moved to Highlands, North Carolina, full-time three years ago. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I have, uh, I, miss, I miss Doug, and, uh, and, and I still keep in touch with some of the guys that were in his Bible study group. But um, can, I, can I mention one thing on the, one of the reasons I was calling Doug that has to do with what is going on in our culture today? Yeah. Okay. Um, I get, um, my wife and I have subscribed to a group called American Family Association yeah. in, Tupelo, in Tupelo, Mississippi uh, for probably over 20 years. And um, I just, we just love the man. Uh, he uh, the magazine that they send now once a month, they they renamed it. It's called The Stand. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had an article in this latest magazine 
that entitled uh, entitled uh, Target takes aim at LGBTQ toddlers, and it said debuting its new Pride line of clothing in mm. time for LGBTQ Pride Month in June, where Target expanded the inventory to include include trans clothing for toddlers and even infants. And, uh, and and they have an advertising campaign that said they boast clothing for every age group with adult fare focusing on breast binders and packing underwear for adult transgenders. And I remember a story that um, Doug told me, I think this had to have been 2018, I believe, that he went into a Target store. Um, and Doug's a big guy, played baseball at Mississippi State, and I think was in the Secret Service or Army yeah, Space Well, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, well, I say unfortunately now. Back then it was pretty good, the FBI, but we've had some issues as of late. <laughs> oh, we have had some issues. But hey, we all Doug got problems, Catlin. If I remember, you're an Ole Miss guy, so we all got our issues, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, we're four and zero right now, but we play our first real team, Kentucky, this coming Saturday. So we'll see what we're made out of. Wait, y'all don't have any more but, junior colleges to play? <laughs> I'm just joking. We, I'm messing with you. I we, miss. I miss you, man. <laughs> no, we tried to. Thank you. We tried to get little sisters of the poor on the schedule, but they were already put <laughs> by, by other by other SEC schools. But. Uh, I don't know if I was supposed to say this on the air, but Doug had told me that he walked into a Target store, I think in 2018, and obviously Doug's a big guy, and said, you know, I feel like a woman today. Can I use the women's restroom? And they said, of course you can use the women's restroom. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and and that's when I started, my wife and I started, we started boycotting Target in 2018 and I will never step foot in another Target store in my life. And I've added them to my list of uh, boycottees. Well, well, you know, I, I appreciate you bringing that up because one of the things I wanted to get into, and we've kind of spilled over a little bit, I want to go into our we're, – we're going to get into Acts, reviewing Chapter 13. But I did have this – that this just came out, uh, um, the uh, ministry of Dr. – Oh gosh, uh, uh, R.C. Sproul. Uh, they yes. did, they did a uh, uh, survey in churches, right? Mm-hmm. Evangelicals in churches and leaders sure. within the elders and pastors. And this was the question: Do you believe, or they made a statement, true or false? Gender identity is a matter of choice. Now, this was wow. what, what was that? That was the the statement. Twenty-four percent agreed that it was a wow. matter of choice. Wow, and that's only, an evangelical. Only thirty-eight percent disagree. I mean, disagreed that it was a matter of choice. Now think about wow. that. So sixty percent, over sixty percent, either wouldn't commit, or you know, or, or, or agreed yeah. that it, it was okay. And when the church starts caving on these issues, it becomes a real problem when the leaders are going astray. Well, what do you think is going to happen to the sheep? Mm-hmm. You know, and unfortunately the leaders are going to be judged harshly for these things. And that's why I was so struck by this past week for my daughter 
we sent her to this gap year program to train her in a biblical worldview and racism isn't biblical there's there's no. it's not a biblical thing it's sin sin is at the root of every man's heart apart from Jesus Christ the only things change that changes that is Jesus it's not uh, teaching anti-racism you can teach that stuff all day long but until their hearts are changed people are still evil i hear people all the time using vulgar slang language about different people's ethnic background and it's it's terrible but that's not going to change sure. by you telling them they don't need to do it you know <laughs> right right so anyway no, I, I, yeah. well, well hey i'm glad you're doing good up in the highlands uh i miss you and uh you are welcome to call in anytime and you know you ought to send me an email because we do a SWAT meeting Zoom every Thursday night at 7 p.m. that you are welcome to jump on there as we continue to work our way through Acts, okay? Sure, sure. And, Doug, what is your email address? Doug at SWATradio.com. Okay, that's easy. Yep. So you know, s- my, one of my best friends up here is the Mississippi State uh, graduate. See, God can work miracles. I believe that, man. (laughs) Well, I told him, Doug, I told him, I said, Steve, you're halfway good. You graduate from Mississippi State, but then you graduate from Ole Miss Law School. (laughs) Oh, there you go. So he was divided. Well, listen, hey, it's so good to hear your voice. Send me an email, and I'll send you a link to that Thursday Zoom. In fact, anybody out there listening, if you would like to join the Thursday Zoom, if you're a guy, it's for men. Sorry, ladies. It's a it's a, there's a there's a it's a guy SWAT thing. Um, if you live in the Jacksonville area, you can come to my wife's women's SWAT on Wednesdays at ten. But um, anyway, hey, thanks so much for calling in uh, and uh, send me that email welcome, and I'll sir. and I'll send you a link. Okay. I do that. One last thing. Um, I was looking at Romans one. 30, verse 32, mm-hmm. about they also have hearty approval to this. And these churches that are um, pushing this gay agenda, mm-hmm. it's pretty clear in the Bible it said the Lord is going to treat preachers and teachers more harshly than the rest of us. So they're in for a rude awakening, aren't they? Uh, well, they are. And, you know, the bottom line is there's two paths you can walk on, God's path right. or your path. Mm. I choose to walk with right. God and his path. And you know Amen, what? That, that's that's the path I'm going to stay on. That's a path I'm trying to help people stay on as a as a representative of the Most High and the only true God. There is no other God than Yahweh. He's the only one. And his word Amen. is what directs his path, and it's the ancient path, and that's the path that I want to be on. And I, I know you want to be on that path, too, and I, I thank you for calling in, brother. All right? All right, you're welcome. I'm I'm definitely on that path. Love you, brother. All right, love you too. Take care. You, you okay, know, bye. <laughs> when he was talking, it just uh, and when you were, I think the statistics um, just made me think of the verse. You know, judgment begins in the house of the Lord, and you know, you're talking about evangelical churches that are um, caving in that way. Uh, you know, it's one thing to hear about you know uh, you know like an Anglican or you know some high liturgy place that's you know not really. Uh, followed the gospel for a long time, but when evangelicals are starting to cave, uh, you know that's something that we need to be paying attention to. 
and being aware of. And then, you know, you're talking about race and uh, the biblical way to talk about that is, you know, we got to get going, but is the sin of partiality. You know, that's really, if you want to talk about that through a biblical lens, that's how it should be talked about. Um, And like you say, racism is, there is only one race. And if we cave to these um, anti-racist type thinking, um, you know, we're, we're it's just another religion. It really is. Abraham X. Kendi and all those guys Mm -hmm. who are writing on it. It's another false religion that has come in. And the, the thing about it, you can never be good enough. Mm -hmm. You'll never be, uh, (laughs) anti-racist. You'll never be fit that bill. The only way you can be loving to people who are different than you is if you have Christ in your life. Um, so, yeah, and, and when the church caves to that, uh, that's never a good thing. And I think, you know, Vody Bauckham, uh, we, we covered his book last year, um, Divide, uh, Fault Lines, but yeah. he talks about it in, in the terms of uh, uh, ethnic Gnosticism. And I think that's something that we... That's exactly yeah. what it is, though. Mm-hmm. It, it is just that. Um, it's just a replacement for Jesus, yep. to a system. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but, you know, uh, we're, I know we only have two minutes for the break, but we're we're going to be in Acts 13 today, Acts 14, 15 tomorrow, Acts 16 on Wednesday. On Thursday, I'm going to have a guest in his 90s who oh, wow. recently started coming to SWAT in the last five or six years, and God's really got a hold of his life. He was baptized a couple of years ago. Mm. He's been sharing the gospel with people. Your great testimony, and he's my friend Roy. He'll be on Thursday and then Friday, uh, Brad and David or Brad and uh, Taylor or Brad and somebody will be on. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, uh, next week we'll be looking at uh, Acts 17. But uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to do a brief flyover of Acts 13. And it's one of the great messages of the Bible through Paul, who, as he's sharing, really gives a great evangelistic message and we'll look at some of the elements of that all right so stick with us we'll be back with more after the news before we go we'd like to let you know that you can follow us on facebook and twitter at swat radio talk is the handle that is at swat radio talk and you can download our swat app in the app store we'd also like to give a shout out to all of our listeners listening in virginia at the lighthouse as well as in meridian mississippi listening on wmer and the new stations doug help me WMOX and uh, well, we got WMR. WMOX is there. Okay, uh, that's the new station in Meridian. All right, you know things change when you've been away, so yeah. I forgot about that one. But yeah. uh, stick with us; we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to SWAT Radio. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice at the same old lies. If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside, there's a better life. There's a better life. If you got pain, he's a pain taker. If you feel lost, welcome back to SWAT Radio. That was. Uh Oh man, I'm blanking on the Zach song. Williams and Thank Chainbreaker you. again. Didn't yeah, we just yeah, do that one? yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach Williams and Chainbreaker. Come on, Taylor. What, it ain't been that long. Man. Well, the thing that got me is you're a young guy. You don't even have to take Prevagen, man. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a memory drug. Oh, okay. You know that that was the same song that we played in on the first one. So I got confused. I, yeah, I was, sometimes they thought do I was that. going crazy. I, well, no, sometimes it does that in the little roll. It's the on shuffle the play. It's on yeah. a shuffle play and. 
I guess it. God wanted us to hear it again. He just likes that one. He's yeah. a chain breaker. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, we are in Acts 13, and really the primary part of Acts 13 is a message that Paul gave, and he stands up and preaches this message. It's a, it's a really great message. In fact, if you look in Acts, um, there's really um, two... Three, three great messages, I think, of, of evangelism given. Acts 2, where Peter preaches. Acts 7, where Stephen preaches. And here in Acts 13, Paul preaches. Basically, it's an Old Testament survey and fulfillment of God's promises in Jesus. And, and what Paul is saying in Acts 13, and nobody would know better than Paul, is that Christianity is not a breakaway from Judaism. In other words, it's not some, you know, rebellious offshoot from Judaism. It's been part of God's plan from the beginning. Abraham was a Christian even though he was Jewish, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like Abraham, well, in fact, Abraham preceded uh, Jacob before he became Israel. I mean, Abraham was like, you know, he... But, but Abraham was a man of faith, Isaac a man of faith. That's, that's the whole point. It's, it, it, it's not a breakaway from Judaism, and Paul brings this out. And Acts 1 through 12 is really, um, Acts 13 is the dividing point. So you remember, there's no chapters in the Bible when it was originally written. It was just a letter written. And so... But the, but the way we categorize it is to help us get addresses, like we can go to a particular section. So we break it into chapters and verses. But Acts 1 through 12 is primarily about Peter as the dominant leading figure and the uh, church in Jerusalem. Uh, and, and the primary focus of the first 12 chapters is the witness to Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria. 13 through the end of the chapter or through the end of the letter in uh, chapter 28 is primarily about the church at Antioch and we start off 13 talking about the leaders there they're all Hellenistic Jews um, and and it's the ministry of Paul as he takes the gospel all the way to Rome and that's really Luke's purpose is documenting how the gospel got from Jerusalem to Rome why is that important well because history's important right you want to know if you're trying to trace back how something started, you want it to go back to the roots of where it started. If the roots are in God, it's a good thing. And so he's documenting that to a guy named Theophilus. And um, if you remember, uh, in Acts 1, uh, 8, it says, You'll be my witnesses, what? In Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. Jews in chapter 2, Greek-speaking Jews in chapter 6, Samaritans, and, and which are basically half-breed Jews in chapter 8, one Gentile in chapter 10, and a bunch of Gentiles in chapter 11. And then chapter 13 on is the fulfillment of the ends of the earth of Acts 1-8. And so God's plan takes time to unfold as, as he walks us through this because of the stubbornness and the bigotry of his people, the, you know, the people that are, wait, Gentiles are supposed to be part of this? You know, they even though it was in Scripture, but the church continues to grow. And so Paul goes on three voluntary journeys where he's going out and then one involuntary one where 
Mm-hmm. They send him to Rome uh, under arrest. And so as we look at this primary text, we're not going to focus that much on the first part. You know, verses really um, 1 through, um, let's say, uh, 1 through, what is it, really about 1 through 12, is is just how they get started. Paul and Barnabas start in Cyprus, then they go um, to Paphos, and then uh, to Antioch at Pisidia. These are just places where they're sharing. But it's it's in that second part uh, where he gets to Antioch of Pisidia in uh, verse 13 through 39 that really you see this great message of Paul, which is the proclamation of the sovereignty of God. And what he says is Christianity uh, is from Abraham. It comes from Abraham, the father of the faith. Um, and so as he goes through that, he not only shows God's sovereignty, but he shows how God provides for his salvation, the good news. In verse 26, Paul says, brothers, sons of the family of Abraham. He's saying, I'm one of you. He's saying, God has sent us this message of salvation. And in verse 27, he says, but they didn't recognize him, you know, which is a sad thing to me. Um, the, The problem wasn't political. It was sin. It's like the whole racism thing. The problem is not uh, a sociological problem. It's sin. It's at the root of the heart. And our message isn't that God's, this is what Paul's saying, our message is not that God's going to deliver us from the Romans. For you and me, it's not that God's going to deliver us from racism. He's going to deliver us from sin. And, and that's the whole point. He delivers us from us. We're the problem. And, and until we get to the place of realizing that, we're missing really one of the main points of the whole story of the Bible is that we all, Houston, we have a problem, you know. We got a problem. So, um, you know, uh, Jesus was perfect. He was innocent. He, he died according to the scriptures, Paul says. He's basically recounting the story of Jesus and how he fulfilled all that. And then verse 38 and 39 He tells the purpose of his son. He says, listen, you know, um, he said, let it be known to you, brothers, that through this man, forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you through Jesus. And by him, everyone who believes is freed from everything from which you could not be freed by the law of Moses. Now, that was radical. I mean, think about it. And everyone Who would that include? Well, let's see. That would include the Gentiles. Uh, Everyone who believes is freed from what? Everything. That means nothing keeps you out that you have done. No act can keep you out except rejecting him. And he says, uh, beware lest what is said in the prophets should come. Look, you scoffers, be astounded for I'm doing a work in you. So he quotes um, in 41, he's quoting from the Old Testament. And, you know, as you look at what he does, Paul's making a personal appeal that, hey, through Jesus is forgiveness. And isn't that the point? That's the point of the whole Bible. And it seems so basic, so simple that even a child can understand. But wait a minute, didn't Jesus say that? Even a child can understand it. And we complicate it so much when we look at these things. And, um, you know, Paul Paul makes it very clear. And so I highly encourage you, if you're out there, 
really look at Acts 2, Acts 7, Acts 13. Look at these messages. There's a lot of similarities in how they walk the listeners from the Old Testament, and it starts with God. The gospel always starts with God, not with us. And unfortunately, we've kind of evolved into a time where it we make man the center. You know, mm-hmm. we appeal to the man hoping that we can convince him. We're not going to convince anybody. The Spirit has to reveal it and draw him. And so um, that that's kind of a, a flyover for, the, for that message. There is one part at the end of 13 that were uh, verses 40 through 52 where we see a divine warning to Israel where um, basically God's saying through Paul, I'm raising up salvation out of your ability to comprehend. <laughs> Listen to this. He says, that's where he says, look, be astounded and perish for I'm doing a work, a work you will not believe even if I tell it to you. It's going to, they don't believe in a suffering servant. Mm. They don't believe that Messiah is going to suffer. Messiah is supposed to be a king. So, But he gives them this divine warning, and he says, I'm going to do a work of judgment so big uh, on my son that you won't even be able to comprehend it. I mean, that 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 is really mind-blowing when you stop and think about it. The God of creation saying that. Yeah, and that, that work of judgment was, you know, so that that was yours you know he took that for you right that's what you deserve uh in your sinful state and and what they didn't understand you know looking at uh the messiah as king like if christ had came just as king first we'd all there would be no no mercy right that, yep. so he had to come first and uh you know a suffering servant so that uh he there was a way um for God's wrath to be satisfied and so that some of us could be saved if we would uh, believe in him. And if the spirit uh, did a work in us and um, unfortunately most people don't see that. And we're seeing today in our time that there's a lot of people who are more than willing to go away from the simple truth of the gospel in, in search of loftier ideas, you know? Well, yeah. And, and here's the thing. If you look at what he says in verse 44, says the whole city gathered, verse 45, but when the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy and began to contradict what was spoken by Paul, reviling him. And, um, and, and Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly, saying it was necessary that the word of God be spoken first to you, since you thrust it aside and judge yourselves unworthy of eternal life. He calls it the word of God. And think about it. The word of the Lord is interchangeable with the gospel, but throughout time, go back all the way to Adam. What does man want? He wants a word from our creator. He wants to connect with him. And any time God his word, gave his word, there was always obedience attached to it. There always was. When he says, Adam, don't eat from the tree, he's telling him something to do or not do. In the Old Testament, he was given, don't do this. You're going to get curses. Do this, you'll get blessings. You know, and and a lot of people today, Taylor, have dismissed obedience and says it's legalism. Mm, mm-hmm. That's not true. God wants us. We don't, the the reason we obey is not to earn His favor. We obey because of His favor, but we do obey mm-hmm. because it reflects on Him when we disobey. If His people don't have the loyalty and love for Him, 
that leads to obedience, then are they really, is this a God you want to follow? Yeah, do they really even have faith in him? Yeah. Right? Yeah, so. All right, we are up against the break. We will back, be back with the last segment of the program in just a moment. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. Right now, right now, I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night, reminding the that is Mercy Me with Even If. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, we are looking back over Acts chapter 13 in review, uh, talking about some of the great things uh, found in that chapter. If you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. You know, Doug, just before the break, you were talking about um, obedience and how People don't want to to talk about uh, obedience, you know, in the in the pulpit and stuff like that, and they just want to l- say, oh, you know, have faith, have love, but lo- love and love is the highest virtue, even over truth. Yeah, yeah, but love and faith without obedience isn't true love and faith, right? Can you can you have true love without truth? Is it yeah. loving to affirm a delusion? Mm. Is it loving to affirm a lie? No, it's not. It's not. That's not a loving thing. Mm-mm. And and Jesus never affirmed sin. Not one place in the scripture. He did not. He he affirmed people, and he talked about the people. You know, he encouraged them to come. But even the people, if people continued to walk in sin knowingly, he would never affirm that. Yeah, and it, so if you're you know want to call obedience legalism. What are you doing? You're you're making the the pathway crooked, right? Like Paul said to Elemis earlier in this chapter that we didn't talk about. Like if if that's what you're preaching, something other than the gospel, then you know the same the same thing applies that he said to him, "You son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, full of all deceit and villainy, will you not stop making crooked the straight paths of the Lord?" He would have been a kicked out of evangelism oh, class yeah. at a lot of seminaries with that, right? Yeah, because because of the strength. But look at what he was opposing. Elemas was a false teacher. He was opposed to the things of God. 
And, you know, um, he was and, – and look at all religions in America, if it isn't biblical faith in Christ, teaches works, which is an anathema. Paul says, let these people be accursed. It's a perverted gospel. And it doesn't matter whether it's Hindu, Buddhist, Muslim, non-Messianic Jews, liberal Christians. They're just like Pharaoh's magician or Jezebel's prophets, right? They're like Dathan and Korah that Jude talks about Mm -hmm. in the rebellion. They're like Cain. They try to get there on on their own, and when God rejects it, they get upset. I I think we got a caller. Yeah, Tom, how are you doing today? How are you doing? Good, very good. Thank you. All right, where are you calling from, Tom? So, uh, uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, awesome. 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 So what, what's on your mind today? So I, I, I fully agree with you. I'm a Christian. I'm saved, born again. And, uh, and I, uh, I realized that, uh, this, this racial thing is, uh, definitely a tool of the enemy, of course. And, uh, and racism is a terrible thing. Um, I, I do, uh, would, I, I would like to have some input on it though, as far as, um, you know the term is used, and Christians quote the term and say racism, but um, the the definition here uh, is is a lot of times there's no definition given. Mm. I, I came across something here I'd like to quote, um, which is real interesting. This wait, was, wait, this where was is it from? The, uh, what was that? Where Where is it from? What's your source for the quote? Oh, okay. This is this was quoted in the Congressional Record, and mm. this is a quote from a book by Israel Cohen. And uh, he, he was a theoretician for the communist, uh, for the, the Marxist. And he, he stated, quote, we must realize that our party's most powerful weapon is racial tensions. Mm-hmm. By propounding into the consciousness of the dark races that for centuries they have been oppressed by whites, we can mold them to the uh, program of the Communist Party. In America, we will aim for subtle victory while inflaming the Negro. This is 1910, he wrote this. While inflaming the Negro minority against the whites, we will endeavor to instill in the whites a guilt complex for their exploitation of the Negroes. We will aid the Negroes to rise in prominence in every walk of life and in the uh, professions in the world of sports and entertainment. With this prestige, the Negro will be able to intermarry with the whites and begin a process which will deliver America into our hands and into our cause. So that was quoted uh, and uh, uh, from a, racial, uh, a book he wrote called The Racial uh, plan for America for the 20th century. It was verified by a um, uh, individual um, uh, uh, that wrote. He's got a he's got a uh, extensive uh, audio on the Illuminati, which is still on YouTube. You can you can listen to it. Uh, Myron Fagan, and he was there. He knew this guy. Uh, he he was there with George Bernard Shaw in the early 1900s before there was any you know TV and radio. That was you know Broadway and entertainment was people. Instead of watching TV, they'd go to the, the theaters and stuff like that in Broadway. And um, these people were working this thing back then. So the people that are really behind this, they don't care about the poverty with the blacks and the browns and, and, and Hispanics and stuff. They're, they're using this thing. Uh, and, and again, uh, what I find is that, of course, you're right. You know, God loves everybody and Christ died for everybody, you know, but you know, racism today in America, the way it's it's uh, defined by the left, is a one-way street. And mm-hmm. um, if, there, if there's any racism against white people, that's all justified because, hey, we're, we're all guilty because we're responsible. Nobody's responsible for themselves except white people. See, this is the way racism is taught. So when you use the term, there must be a, 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 a equal and, an, a and a truthful definition. Otherwise, 
it's very easy, just just like you're ta- exactly the same what you're saying. You know that that the Christians are, are caving into the to the gays and uh, and and the feminists and God knows what, everything that that the left can can uh, infiltrate the church with. Well, according and, and, uh, well, according, and, listen, according to the Bible, there's two types of people in the world. There's God's people, and there's those that aren't God's people. And true. you know, there's really just two classes of people. There's believers in the one true living God who come to faith in him um, by his grace, and there's those who reject him. That's really the only two classes of people there are. Now, there's different categories of people all throughout the world, and you can categorize people by skin color, hair color, socioeconomic. Yeah, about that. You know, yeah, you, see, he was, uh, this, this guy, Israel Cohen, uh, brother, he wasn't talking about that. He was talking about how to foment the groups against each other and work on the differences to destroy both. See, the, the third party here, it's a dialectic thing going on. It's, it's an old, old uh, ploy by the socialists and, and the uh, international socialists is, is that you find a difference, you find a sore spot between opposing groups, and then you pour gasoline on the fire, and then they destroy each other, and then the third party comes in and takes over. It's just like it, 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 the, the uh, from Russia with love with the yeah. <laughs> with the, the evil guy with Specter with the gold the, the Japanese gold the Japanese uh, fighting fish fighting each other, and then he says uh, occasionally you got a smart one that waits on the side till the two destroy each other, then the third one comes in and he. He, he, he destroys the one that's all worn out that won the fight. So that, that's that's really what's going on with this race thing. But the and problem the is the only. Yeah, but, but the problem is, as believers, we we really the only thing we really need to speak to is the heart of people, and speak to that's whether true with they, the gospel. With yeah, with that's with true. Jesus. That's all. If we I, if the I, church I, would I focus on that, that but we're not. We're not right. focusing on that. Yeah. Well, I agree with you, and that's all. I, when I go street preaching and, and, and personal work, I, I mean, I, I just was out Sunday. I don't care what race somebody is. I, I just got the most uh, unbelievable opportunity with a, uh, a, a, a. I never met a Catholic priest that was from India that was trying to get the people in here on uh, at the big Catholic church there in St. Augustine, and I got about an hour to, to share uh, everything about. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about the gospel and a lot of other things uh, related to it. See, see, the, the, Paul says we, we are not ignorant of his devices, and the, the the device is to obstruct the gospel because of these created divisions. And and the thing is, yes, you know, you're you're saying that, but the thing is, is what's being you what's being worked here is that is that you know. Uh, I quoted the thing. I, I can't say it any better than what their own their own uh, uh, architects of, of the left have used. Well, you, there you, there you is a better that. way to say it, though. And, and my wife said it. it he started said. it started in the garden, and the goal is to d- divide people from God's way, to get them off of God's path, to drive That's them true. away. Yeah. And so, really, hey, uh, but thank you so much for being a listener and calling in, and and thank you for preaching out well, there on the street, brother. Thank you. And, 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 and please define your term specifically, because when you, you, you when you use the term racism generically, you can be falling right into the hands of, of the way the left wants to put it, and that means that that the, the biggest racism will be coming against the white people by everybody else hating our guts. That doesn't help the gospel, brother. That that doesn't help the love of Jesus at all. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is happens. biblically there is no such thing as racism. It's just sin. Well, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But you, we're, we're talking. You're talking about racism here, and now you're saying there's no racism. We're, 
No, I, I don't think there's a problem. Yeah, I don't it, think you, you know, maybe so. heard everything that we say because that's what we've said from no, the beginning. I've been listening to it, but, but did, and did talking about the sin of Yeah, I actually I've read that before. Um, so you know, you're not hitting me with anything new, and I don't think anything that Doug said so far has been to undercut that. Um, but you know, well, but there's you know, a lot of, uh, what, what there's a lot that? of different, what, what about that? there's a lot of different things that have been said. And, uh, you know, as we said, if we're going to talk about a biblical standard, uh, the biblical standard is to talk about the sin of partiality and to talk about how we're all yeah. one in Christ. And so yeah. I think that's what we've been saying from the beginning. Right. So, um, so, and, so, and, you know, right. I'm not against what you're saying. I, I, like I said, I've read it, I've, I've heard it. Um, and you know, you can talk about the Frankfurt school, Antonio Gramsci, you know, all a host of things, and we have talked about but some of those things here racism, on the. Finally, uh, when you say racism, address the address the definition of what it is. Yeah. Otherwise, you're falling into their hands, man. Yeah, and, well, that's and, not and what, this, that's this not what, Tom. 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 Is, is hey, the Steve. It's against the gospel. Uh, Tom, you know we appreciate your call, and again, I don't think I think you maybe missed a little bit of the heart of what we were saying because we are in agreement with you. So there's a little bit of you know uh, from our end uh, confusion as to you know, why you're arguing with us because we, we, we agree. And we think that, um, that racism and, and talking about that is unproductive in the way that has been done in the church. But again, thank you for your call. That is all the time that we have for today. Um, so thankful for you, all of our listeners and everyone who called in today. You've been listening to SWAT radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio. And you can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more. We will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you have a great day. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spiritual